This is In the Shadows Podcast. Lots of cigar talk, but if it's going on in the world, we'll be talking about that too. And by the way, the fellows don't shy away from controversial topics. Trust me. So grab that stick, kick back with your favorite drink, and let's do the thing. This is the In the Shadows Podcast. Now your hosts, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin, along with Albert, Martine, and Eric. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shadow Smoke Legion In the Shadow Podcast. I'm your host, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin. And today, of course, we have Albert, Eric, and Martin with us. And today's topic, very simple. We're going to talk about limited edition cigars, limited edition overall things. Um, not only just limited edition, but like, you know, one-off editions, uh, re-release editions, that kind of stuff, right? So I think to start off this topic, I want to talk about this. I just want to know what you guys think about limited edition, edition style. Like, does that make sense, right? Because like, we have a lot of LE, the cigar that has LE on it. That is actually the core line stuff that you see it all the time. Like, I, there are a few cigars that literally just had the LE on them and then you see it every year. But it's not really LE, right? It's a, how limited is limited? How limited is considered limited edition? How, how often can you release a limited edition? So we can start with uh, uh, Martin since uh, Martin got something to say. So Martin, what do you think? What are some uh, what are some examples? Because uh, you said there's some core line stuff that's limited edition. I think there's some um, Rocky Patel that has the, the name LE on there. I'm not too sure. Mm. I, I, off the top of my head, but I've seen a lot of stuff that has LE on it, but I can find it anytime. Like not like okay, I only found it this year, but I can't find anything else. Because when you talk about limited edition, I'm thinking like stuff that is in a specific size or it's a one-off or something along the lines as that never really thought about about it as they're going to release it every year the same size the same vitola um same price point same everything same blend but it's limited i mean i guess that could be also okay uh, but you know wh- what i'm saying is that um Let's start with the simpler one, right? Start with any cigar that has the word LE on it. Now, does that mean that they cannot release it any other year? Well, what about short runs? Do you think short runs consider LE? Um, I mean, I guess it's a, it's a size. Well, how about this? I think like right now, if you go by Cuban cigars, they still have that, that gold band under it that says Addition uh, Limitada. Isn't that limited edition, right? But... But but they will still have the same thing, just changing the band. It's still it's still limited. It, they just change the year on it. It's the same thing. Yeah, right. Um, while we're talking about this, I'll Google some examples. I'm pretty sure we can find them. Like Crown Heads. Uh, Crown Heads have a lot of limited limitation stuff, but the same cigar. <laughs> and you can all you can always fi- find them. For for example, t- technically, all the Opus X are, are, are limited editions, right? Yep. But but they just change the year on it, and the next year is the same thing. But I think like they, it's not a limit. They, they don't say it a limited edition. They say limited uh, per year quantity. They don't say it as a limited edition. All right, and then what you say is right. Like when you when you think about the Crown Head cigars, they literally have a LE Crown yeah. Head 
They have LEs, they have a sample everywhere, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So if you still count that limited edition, because now you can have a sampler. (laughs) (laughs) Like you you could literally go online and buy any limited edition crown heads. (laughs) <laughs> Anytime. 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, limited edition. No, it's a, no, it don't even say the year. It just say limited edition, but you could keep buying and buying. Yeah, that's just stupid. You One know. of my favorite limited edition cigars is the Punch Egg Roll. Oh, okay. That's a good one. So I think that's an example of a probably more bona fide limited edition where they only made so many. They did come out again. They actually didn't call it limited edition. Perhaps, but it's still limited. It is. But so, so you basically, the one that say limited edition, some of them are just not limited. They're just like, oh, here, we're going to put that on so people have more. Uh, I think it's a buying tactic. Right? It's for fucking me, for people like me and Tony. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Put limited like, edition so Tony and Trent will buy it all the time. Yeah, if you make it shiny enough, I'd probably buy it. But, you know, like, Roma Craft has a lot of cigar that they call it limited edition. LE. Yeah, so, they do. I don't think that has LE on it, but not necessarily limited. So I guess the question is, what does limited edition mean to you? Does that mean limited quality, limited time, or limited just the shape? Well, to me, quantity. I quantity. think it should be quantity, right? Because limited edition, when you buy limited edition stuff, you expect to not to be able to buy it later on. Right. Right. It's like once it's done, it's done. It's gone. That's why it make it collectible as well. But for your definition, if it's limited quantity, I can make 500 boxes 2022, and I just had to make an LE 2023. It's the same thing. No, LE no, it, it can't be the same thing. You need to twist it up, mix it up. I changed know? the band. Now it's LE 2023. <laughs> <laughs> the band. You, you see what Drop I mean? Drop off an inch. I, yeah. It's limited quality. <laughs> <laughs> right? I only no, printed out no. 10,000 no. bands. No. Hmm. That you just playing the market at that point, right? You're playing true, people. Though. But that's more I mean, that's what mobi- uh, Yeah, that's what they mostly do. But I'm just saying, right? Like, I, like I hope, like, you know, the, the Placencia... At the fall, I hope that'd be gone forever. It's because you gotta be. have a box sitting over there. Well, I have two, but I'm just saying, you know, it's like that's why I went and sought for that cigar, right? I don't want to miss the chance of not having it to buy or miss it and stuff like that. So, so if you, if you I, like the cigar, why would you not want well, to come back up? Well, I love the cigar, but the the whole thing about it, I love it, not because it just tastes good; it tastes great. But I love it for it limited time or quantity that I release as well. You just want somebody that nobody else has. So basically, yes, you know, you pay, I pay, yeah, exactly. You know, you, you're looking for something that like, oh yes, I, I bought it. I didn't miss it. Now I have it. It's not big. And yes, I, I love to have something that nobody has, right? Cause somebody didn't dish out the money I did for it. Okay. Uh, let's, let's change the question here then. Uh, um, let's, let's, uh, how about this? Albert, does. The word limited addition to a cigar worth anything to you? Does it add any more value to you? I don't think it necessarily, for, for my preference, it's not as much of a draw. Then I'll have to give this because it's limited edition. I might try it out just to see what it's like. And then, um, you know, may purchase additional ones. 
going back to the egg roll, that was a very good cigar, and I enjoyed that a lot. So when I had a chance to buy it, I think there was another another year they did that, or uh, we were able to find a stash of those at a certain shop or whatever, a couple shops, and I obviously took a, took advantage of being able to buy those and, and, and have them. But also, I kept a lot of them. I don't smoke them as often because I realize they're, once they're gone, they're effectively gone. So it doesn't really, it's not as appealing to me to have a limited edition per se. It's um, it's more of an annoyance, I guess, for me because I, I, if I like it, then I'd like to maybe smoke it again. Um, but I understand that there are there is a, a section of the market that, people are looking for the rare the hard to find and uh and and that plays into that pretty well i think also it's another aspect of this is kind of interesting is that by doing a limited edition or a short run uh they're not having to insert a another vitola another skew if you will that they're gonna have to maintain throughout and um and so for cigar companies to come up with a blend get it out there um, there'll be a little bit of buzz that people might buy it for uh, are you know they're just able to get it get things produced and it'd be a little different than what you normally smoke then you know it's probably good for the cigar maker as well to uh, to do that so uh, Albert would it bother you if uh, the regulation says you can no longer produce any limited edition cigars you can produce any cigar that you plan to uh, to do for more than 10 years straight would it bother you? So I'm I'm not in the loop on this. Is there a potential regulation for that? Well, Are there isn't. There, no, there okay. isn't one. But I'm just saying that would it bother you if the rule was that the cigar can cigar companies cannot make limited edition stuff? If they're gonna make it, it had to be core line. It had to be their long term stuff. Would it bother you? Probably not. But I one I don't see that happening. I think that's that's way too much interference from the regulatory uh oh yeah we're not we're, we're talking about in theory right because yeah, we're in theory. Uh, i'm trying to find out whether or not people think that 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 limited edition stuff should exist because yeah like you say it's annoying right like if i like the cigar i'm screwed yep. right you can't find it again you can't get it again you're in you're praying that they will make it again and it's not really when they say they don't have the tobacco it, we know it's not true right they they obviously can grow the same thing again so long as it's a demand for like for example, the egg roll we talk about, we bought it three years, uh, two years straight, because like they released that, it's gone. They they release more, it's gone, and then they release the one with the ceramic box, and then we bought it that too. We bought it like two years straight. In fact, I just bought one last week to buy the bento box so I can get another twenty of those. Right, so they still have those somewhere, somehow. They could have produced that in a regular quantity rather than a limited quantity, but they refuse to do so. So that's the question. Does limited edition stuff really make sense? Because if people like it, they technically can can just continue to produce it, and it wouldn't be too much a problem of skill because technically they are maintaining new skills every time they make a new limited quantity stuff, right? True. So they're True. making them actually they're diluting the value of limited stuff because like they keep making limited stuff. Every company is making limited stuff every so often. So would it bother you if that never existed? That if they're gonna make a cigar, they they okay they can test the market. You know, like the way Jewish Day does, they send out three cigars. Which one, like you guys like better? We will release that one instead. You know, kind of thing. But like the, the question is, does that make sense? Would it would it bother you to say we'd never make a limited edition no. stuff? Anything no. we can make is if we would play in our long term. 
I think it'd be, I think it'd be, yeah, I think it would bother me if they did not have limited edition because it does make things a little more interesting at times. So, um, while I may not be a, a typical buyer of, of all the limited edition things, um, you know, it is, it is nice to come across things. For example, the Murcielago TAA um, cigar. That was a, actually tastes, I, th I like that taste better than the Murcielago uh, cigar. As You know, and I, I smoke, I've smoked a lot of those. And I like the the gold, you know, the Oro, what do they call it? The Oro yeah, the TAA. Oro. Mm -hmm. uh, that, so, that goes to the deck that, that goes to the same answer right that goes to the sure. same idea it's like wouldn't you be happier if they made that as a regular line perhaps but then again they're you know they may come out with other stuff that i like so it's part of the game it's part of the environment that you know makes the cigar smoking experience um interesting and and fun <laughs> in some ways so yeah yeah i would i would prefer to have you know the limited edition um, as a, as, as another option, as something else that comes up that, you know, allows the cigar manufacturer to come up with some interesting blends and, and, and for me to, you know, enjoy those. Uh, I, I do wonder if, if they at times change, play with the price of it because it's, it's limited or rare or whatever. I wonder if that's, you know, if I'm paying more for that I'm, I'm not really too keen on that part of it but i wouldn't really know why they're right it's hard to know what what's really happening at the factory or you know what's behind the scenes of the pricing mm -hmm. all right so uh, martin same question to you what does limited edition mean to you and would it bother you if it never existed so i'm going to go along the lines of kind of what albert was saying i like taa exclusive and if you guys are not familiar with what taa is the Tobacconist Association of America is a group of retailers. They are high-volume retailers in the U.S. that uh, make up about 160 stores with about 80 or 90 actual retailers. So every year, these guys, they meet up uh, at an undisclosed location, and they have a meeting. And they basically decide, hey, we're going to be coming out with uh, this many cigars. We talk about sales. They talk about plans. And they get to meet up with these manufacturers that are marketing to these high-volume stores. So these high-volume stores are actually or, uh, high volume stores are carrying cigars from these manufacturers that are one-time released for the year that's limited to those TAA retailers. I like that idea because it's like they're only releasing these stuff to those stores. Um, they come out with blends uh, every single year. They are limited to a certain amount of boxes per store. So there have been times where you can go to a store, find these cigars. I've got a store. I've got two stores down the street from me that I could pick up these cigars. And it's something that most people can't get. Um, but being that it's limited to these stores that sometimes they do have an online presence makes it kind of cool because you can go to these online stores and buy them if you really want them. But it's like kind of a little bit of a, I have a store here, I'm going to go buy it. And you kind of pick and choose the cigars that you want um, out of each manufacturer that brings them uh, to that store. 
so yeah, it would it would kind of make me a little upset if I wasn't able to get some of those limited edition cigars because some of them are really great. Um, but that's just kind of how long, kind of along the lines of what I think about limited stuff. Yeah, but with that saying, like you know, if you, you like always, a cigar, yeah, you can always buy them. That's, that's, no, if you like a if you like a TAA blend and you can't find it again, wouldn't that bother you? Like, you know, here's the thing. Like I say, if you knew a TAA blend was like out of this world, but it was released 10 years ago before you even started smoking, you know, you'll never get to try that. And, you, you know, it's True. like a, something that's lost forever. I mean, wouldn't you want something that's good, continue and stay for a long time rather than something that comes out one time and call it a day and eventually probably not even going to remember how it tastes? So I know a lot of the times if a cigar is really good, and it gets rated really high by cigar reviewers or media or whoever, that limited cigar for that specific year will end up being a normal production cigar. Crown Heads has done it. Tatuaje has done it. So it's like it's limited for the year to kind of test the waters and see what the consumer thinks about it, which makes it cool. You have an example of a TAA blend that became a regular production? I can't think of anything at the top of my head, but I know that um, Tatuaje has released one and um, Crown Heads did too. It was one of their um, Las Calaveras blends. Um, they re-released it as a... Well, they, they picked a cigar from a TAA exclusive cigar and then re-released it as a Tatuaje um, I'm sorry, not that one, um, as a Las Calaveras blend. So you took a TAA cigar, made it a Las Calaveras, so it's technically a two-year limited release. Uh, I mean, just like an example, like something like Viaje. They tend to do like mm-hmm. a test blend for a little bit, and if it's good, they, they release it, right? So right. It's, it's so would you consider that as a, as a limited edition? Because they re- once they re- release it, now those one that you smoked before is not limited edition anymore. They are now Huawei or regular blend. Well, I got one example. I just Googled it. Mm-hmm. Is my father the judge? It was a TAA exclusive that came into a regular production. Okay. I mean, isn't the judge says LE on the top too? No. No, the judge mm-hmm. is not limited. Okay. I don't know about that. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of my father's cigar that has an LE on it, on the name. Yeah, there is. So. There's but, a, yeah. even the Labor Jewel 1922 have have had a limited production one too, but then there is regular production as well. All right, while we at you know at Eric, um, what do what 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 what's that make, mean to you then? What's the limited edition mean to you, and would you bother you? Would it bother you if it never existed? Oh uh, yeah, because I'm a collector. To me, it's it's the joy joy enjoyment of buying limited cigar limited quantity or one-time release is that collecting aspect of it right and if it i won't be too mad but i would just if then i won't be collecting cigars i won't be buying as much because i know i always could get my hand on it and stuff like that you know i won't you know keep the cigar for however long or keep it for like a special occasion or even a celebration right with my friends or something like that i wouldn't keep it at all can we can we even call ourselves cigar collectors? Because cigar is consumables, right? When you collect something, it shouldn't be a consumable. It should be shouldn't be expendable. 
I mean, when's the last time you hear somebody who was like, I go out there and collect broccoli. Collect what? Broccoli. Collect broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you can't preserve broccoli unless you... You can. Okay, when's Uh, the last time I collect pepper? There's people that collect pepper, man. And don't eat it? Just collect them? Yeah, they collect them for the seed. The rare seed and something I mean, like that. Yes. Well, well not, but they still use it, and that's not collecting. No, they they could store it. You could collect it and store it, and say so you got the rare last pepper forever. seed. See, you don't can make it last forever. No, it doesn't. It lasts one, for a long time. It lasts for a long time, but it doesn't last forever. I mean, the yeah, thing is that you don't cigar don't last forever either. That you can't collect point... that consumable, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you know, technically, cigar is consumable. You keep it. You're not really collecting it. If you once you open it, you're not collecting it anymore. Well, right? yeah, but you, you still collect it. It's like when's last time I go out there and I bought a collectible rice, and I'm gonna keep that as my heirloom for the next twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you find a rice that rare, go ahead, bro. I'm not gonna stop the, you. The point is that it doesn't, right? The point is that it doesn't because it's consumable. It's, well, and, yes. and it, has, it does expire. So it's a cigar. Oh, yeah. cigar after you know thirteen years. Yeah, but the downhill. thing is, like, you, yeah, but. It, it probably don't taste good or anything, but you could keep it in condition that you could still show. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a 30 year old broccoli wouldn't taste good either. Oh, broccoli is a whole different ball field, bro. I'm just <laughs> yeah, vegetable, but both vegetables, man. <laughs> okay. You could if you tell I mean, me you could store a broccoli. Well, I don't know for years. You tell me, okay? Tell me. Like, I'm pretty sure you can find it in some hoarder's fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay so let's say this wine people collect bottles of wine they don't drink it mm-hmm. and if they do they're not a collector anymore <laughs> oh no no they still have other collection of wine but like you know cigars like you open you have one single or you have a box unless you don't open the box the entire box of cigar you're not really a collector you're you you're holding it off to use later that's not collecting collecting the, to collect means you don't use it right oh yeah you want I'm to no collector I'm nowhere right? near a collector. Right? Like, if you're going to be a collector for all the Zodiac series, you're not going to smoke the Outer Zodiac series because you're collecting. If you, sm- no, if you smoke, it, smoke at least one of it, shit. <laughs> yeah, but you're not collecting anymore. It's not a whole box anymore. Right? Oh, you have a whole you know, box. I still got the. Okay, hang on this way. People who go out and collect models, they, they keep that well, action figures. They don't open it. Once you open yeah, it, but so no you're telling it. me that your model that you open, that you have a. I know you have a ton. And you tell me you're not a collector. Oh, I have a ton that's not opened. Yeah, but I'm saying, so you're saying the one that you open and put together is not collecting. Yeah, the one that I put together is not collecting, has no value. I just put it together because I wanted to. But I have a lot of ones that are very well, I'm rare. I'm pretty sure it have value. No, no, it has no value. Once you put it together, it has no value. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I actually figure once you take it out of the box, the value depreciates. Yeah, depreciate, but it still have value though. It's still something. Oh yeah, everything can you can sell it for a penny. I'm pretty sure some some not kids not. can. Oh my god, here we go, extremists again. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about freaking pennies. <laughs> no, literally, if you open a box of toy that is worth collecting, the value drops to almost near none. And the the, the we're talking about huge value different, right? You can you can probably get an actual value that you is what the materials were. Right, you get a collectible car. It has one miles on it. The moment you start driving it, that value starts to go down zero know, until it's a regular car. Nobody gives a shit. Right, a, a condition is part of collecting. Yeah, it is. Right, once you 
open it up and put the toys together is considered damaged. It's going to cut them apart. Okay, so let me give you an example of reverse collecting. Everybody knows you have these fucking Pokemon cards. I don't know a whole lot about them, but you have Pokemon cards in a pack. You're going to open them because you don't know what's in the pack. Is the pack worth more? No. The cards that are inside are worth more. No, 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 no. The pack, no, the, pack the unopened pack worth more. Yeah. How are the unopened pack packs millions. worth more? Yeah, because... because no, no, no. I'm open. open pack worth more. Yeah. So let's say if you were to have like a super rare card or whatever it is inside that pack, you don't know. Yeah. You could that's have shit more. cards. It, that's but why. If you have that's like why it's worth more. Because 1990 don't know. packet of cards worth more than an actual super rare yeah. card. Because yeah. the moment that you opened yeah. it, it's considered damaged. So why there is no. That, yeah. yeah. Once you open it, yeah. it's damaged. I mean, it's still that's worth retarded. something. It's you've yeah. worth something that you find a card, but that package alone, boy. <laughs> if you get the card right on your hand and you shoveled it one time, it's considered played. Hmm. Now you depreciate it just for shoveling the card one time. Hmm. So collecting is really it should keep something in the original condition and not touch it. So can we really call us cigar collectors? Because we smoke the shit out of it if we can. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we smoke everything. <laughs> So is but that really collecting the limited? I still consider, still consider myself as collector, so because I collect a, I, I, I collect a lot of them. Ourselves, we consider ourselves cigar hunters. We go hunt for cigars that we. Oh, like. that too. Oh, that's a definite. We are freaking straight up freaking cowboy hunting in the fucking woods for fucking cigars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How many? How many fuck did you just come out in that one sentence? Oh my bad. <laughs> but like you know, isn't like that? I, I mean, oh. obviously we have in this chat. We have Albert who smokes them uh, casually, and he he will go smoke a, a cigar if he got some, his hands right. He won't. He's not gonna go on this. I have this five hundred dollar limited edition cigar. I'm gonna go buy that. Okay, All right. So to him, a limited edition stuff it excites the market, but not necessarily affects him a lot, right? And then we have Martin that reviews cigars. So a lot of times he will go find certain cigars just for the heck of it, and to have that limited edition stuff. To him, it's exciting. It's content, right? But yep. we also have people like Eric who buy it just because. Just because it's rare. You just tell him that it's rare and he's there. And then you have people like mm -hmm. me. A box shines, I'm there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ooh, shiny. What's this? Ooh, dragon. Right, so What's this? <laughs> limited edition means different thing to different people. And I would like, and I personally would like, for limited edition stuff to be released every single year just because if i fucked it up if i have this beautiful um open box and then somebody decides to spit on it i want to replace that box <laughs> so you know like you know i would like to be able to get another one and not being able to get another one bothers the shit out of me exactly you know? that's the whole point of collecting though no but collecting what is different you? collecting is rare but i can still find it people are trading them <laughs> i can't find that cigars like that. exactly you know you know how precious it would be for that limited edition box. You know how precious what, it is? What about what about the time they sent you four cans but no packaging? <laughs> Wait, what? So I think for, when you start about collect collecting has different meanings. I, I don't I don't think I think you're you're honing in on one particular definition of collecting and I think it there are some different meanings to different people about collecting. I mean I, I have cigars that I have not smoked and I, I'm saving for 
sometime in the future. I don't know when. And so in that sense, I'm, I'm collecting those cigars. I'm not, I'm not consuming them just because I have them. Uh, and, and I think that happens with other things as well. Yes, there's a true, def there's a definition, uh, but, but I, but I do think there's some wiggle room. There's some there's some differentiation between how people uh, deal with that. You know how, how they how what they consider to be collecting. And, and that's that, that's one of the problem, right? Because like when you say you're saving some cigar for a special event, right? That's like me saying that I go out and get a beer for a specific event, like for when my father-in-law comes. But that's not really collecting. I'm not collecting. When you're collecting something, you have a, a, a various things that are of the same category. Of uh, and of value of limit uh, rarity that you keep, so you don't use it, so that you have it, right? But if you're saving for some specific time, that's not really collecting anymore. Collecting is to have them and not use. Perhaps I mean there doesn't mean that you have to go into it, dive into a particular category. Uh, if you ever watch that TV show American Pickers, there are people who collect a variety of different things that they hang on to. And they have a hard time letting go of those. They have a hard time uh, selling those things. They have this wide, vast collection of things, and they may come and buy one or two things. Now, you know, the show itself is is a bit there's there's production and all that that you know can get into this argument. We don't really need to go that direction. But the point is, is that they they are still collecting nonetheless, and so. I might be. I don't. I'm not saving that cigar for a particular event. I'm just saying, I don't know when I'm going to smoke it, and frankly, some I may not smoke some of them. Right? Who knows? I, I, I truly don't know. But still, still collecting the cigar. You're still gathering it, gathering it, not using it. That's a collection. But, now, but let me let me let me give you a plain word example. Then, I went to do grocery last weekend, and I don't know when I'm going to eat it. Is that okay? The, 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 come on, grocery. I'm buying Gro a bunch of stuff that I, I, no. future use. I don't know when, no. but that's a collection no. of vegetables no. and meats in, in oh my, my collector. God. No, yeah. you are. That is a whole different consumable. And we have a collection. We have a collection of of plastic bags that we save and we just let fill up into another big, big old bag. We have a collection of little packets of ketchup. Right, and, oh, sauce, things. and those are collected, and I kid you not. Uh, but that doesn't make you a collector, you know what I'm saying? No, but you're still collecting them. You still collect them, so therefore well, you, you are. Yeah, the you, it's the action of collection, but it's not right. collecting. It's not collector. Yeah, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. I differ with you about the definition. I think, I think you're going with a hard, fast definition. I'm saying that it's a little, a little more loose. Give it a little bend. You know? And much much like when you were talking about the the playing cards or the Pokemon cards and and man, that is a twist. There is a lot of twists and turns as to what's valuable in that space. Mm -hmm. And frankly, what I what I've noticed is that there aren't any hard and fast rules in the collecting world. I mean, yeah, there are some that are pretty standard. I agree with that. But it's like what you think wouldn't be would not be valuable all of a sudden some idiot thinks it's valuable so next thing you know people are doing that and they're paying good money for it so but, you know. but just like you said though it's like the the similarity you can tell right away who is a pokemon card player who is getting the card to play and who is a pokemon card collector 
who literally will never take it out of the shell. Yeah. And there will be those who will buy cards that have patina on them. Sure. And was there are some <laughs> people that buy some the one with mistakes, but that's still collecting. Exactly. Exactly. That's collecting. And they don't plan to use it. And the patina is obviously the oils from their hands and whatever other grime or dirt that happens to be but attracted again, to it. And that's valuable. Because it shows it's well played. Yeah. Using it is not going to be using it. The person who's buying it is not going to be using it. That's what makes them collective. If we uh, used it, that's not collecting it. Yeah. So anyway, there's just some a different perspective I just wanted to offer on that. I just like collecting cigars so I can smoke them later. If my cigar comes in a single coffin, right, mm -hmm. is that collecting? Yeah, if, sure. if you have a series of single coffin cigars that you never touch and never plan to use, you're collecting the single coffin cigar collector. So I am a collector. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that, that it makes a huge difference between someone that says, I just have a bunch of those because I don't like those. That's <laughs> <laughs> true too, but I'm just saying they're not open. <laughs> right? You would not consciously say, I got to go find these and keep these because I love them. I want them. If you're what? like, I have a lot of these, but they suck. So now I stuck with those. That's so not I'm a cool. collector for it. No, no. Uh, we have another definition for that. We call it a hoarder. Mm-hmm. They suck, but I don't want to get rid of them. Right? Isn't that what it is? I'm just saying. They're unopened. Okay. <laughs> so in that case, what about those annual releases? For example, the short runs. Every year they come out in a limited quantity. Does that sound better to you than a limited edition stuff? Yes. You know, tell me, because the limited edition is limited, right? It's supposed to be real limited stuff. Now, a short run, you tell me, oh, it's only a few, you know, this is this run is for this year. That's fine. I agree with that. But is this short run the same thing as limited edition? Because you're, you're releasing no. limited quantity at a specific time? No, because you could re keep releasing it. It's supposed to keep going, right? How about this? How about this? Let's make this simple. How long before you can re-release re a limited edition? You don't. To be legit. You don't. To be a legit limited right. edition, you don't. Right, you don't. If it's a legit limited edition, you don't release it. It's never released again. Okay, so you're saying that limited edition should never be released, not even retro. No, that's just no. a retro. Right, that's just both. That's BS. Oh, retro for... is the same thing again. No, right? retro, retro is it... releasing something that's old again. No, I don't think it should be. Okay, retro shouldn't include that with cigars you could do with other retro things like material the old stuff that was like, once limited you know you could put a retro on material shoes shirt clothes whatever you want but you can't do it with cigars because it's just bs how's that I mean, BS? that's kind of do what they that's kind of it's kind of what they do with the uh egg rolls they re-released well, egg rolls never limited edition they just they yeah egg roll is not limited but you knew it was going to be like a one-year release thing no, they released it as a joke. And then, if then, you know, they could, they probably would still release it. But they had a whole series after that, right? They became a series. Yeah. Right. A, a theme. So now it's not limited edition anymore. It's a, a totally different IP now. Okay. Right. So, like, when we talk about limited edition, I would not complain if they decided to release some cigar that's 50 years ago that was limited at one time and they found a way to make that cigar again. And I would say that's totally legit. Then I, you know, for the person that had that cigar saved for the last 50 years, that was... You something. wouldn't. You, that no, was no, no, you would rule. 
It will rule because you save a cigar for 50 years, that's, that cigar probably tastes like charcoal. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if the person actually did it, if he actually did it, he's because it was a, supposed to be a one time in a lifetime that he had it. Right. But wouldn't that be better? Now that they re-released it, you can smoke the re-released one, but keep that 50-year-old one, continue to age. No, that's, years. that's a guy no, for 100 if, years. If he wanted to smoke it, he already did. No, he only had one. He had no choice. I'm just Once saying, right? He's not a collector anymore. Oh, so now did they have another one? So he's a collector? When everybody no, else is a collector? It's, 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 it's supposed to be over. But no, that's, it doesn't that run is supposed to be over. There should be no not, more run. It does not change the fact that the one he had was from 50 years ago. No, well, I'm just saying that would just like, I'd be like, what the fuck? It, you told me uh, there's supposed to be one time and there's going to be no more. And then 50 years later, here you go. Right. So, okay. Today, if like, let's say 50 years ago, they have this Corvette uh, Stingray. It's limited edition. They decide to make a retro Corvette 25, 25 years later. It does not change the value of the original Corvette. Right. It's still very right. rare. Very yeah. But limited. the thing is like, it's not a retro. Even though, okay, they have a new Stingray now, right? And they have a Stingray before, but they're totally a whole different thing. Well, there's yeah, no I mean, retro, I there's nothing. Just, like I released again, totally different things. Different crop, different year. Yeah, but, you know. Same name. I, don't slap a limited edition on it, though. Well, it's still limited edition now. It's still limited edition. So you, they no, only the make Stingray is not a limited edition yeah. now for the Corvette. Right. But at the time, that Stingray back in the day wasn't limited edition either. It was limited because it's at that time. You cannot buy them again. Yeah, so that's why the new car now can't be the same as the old car, right? But it's like okay, oh, it's, you could you could release the cigar, but don't call it limited edition, man, because that just ruined everything. It's limited at the year that was released. No, it's limited one time because you're asking what it make it really legitimately limited. How many times you can release it? Well, they me, don't call it only edition; they call it limited edition. I'm just saying a truly limited edition DL. should be one. What the hell is the EL? Edition Limitada. Edition. <laughs> <laughs> right? It doesn't change the fact that when you have, like a, you know, uh, uh, a wine from 1970s, and then they, they, they have uh, the same name or the same wine in 1980. That's limited for 1980. And 1980s, Version that of would the just, edition. To me, that would just make okay. it suck for the guy that put in all his time and work and everything that he do to preserve it. No, because 1970 is still 1970. You're not going to change the fact it's no 1970 bottle. It's not going to look exactly the same, right? Because the packaging and everything, it's, it's going to look different. No, then that would just ruin the hunt, right? Ruin no, the hunt. You want to collect the 1980 version. You want to collect the 1990 version. You want to collect the 2000 version. It should be a different cigar. It should be a different run. Well, in tech, it shouldn't in be the same cigar. Technically, every year cigar is different. The blend has been tweaked every year. Yeah, but I'm just saying, right? Like if you put the same name, same limited edition, same year, whatever, that just ruined it. Yeah, that just ruined it's the limited edition for that year. They don't say it it's don't, don't be the same cigar though. It's not the same cigar. It's they have the same name. It has the same name. Well, so is any of the Habano cigars. I'll call Habano. Yeah, but they don't. They have something other than Habano on it. Okay, so would it be okay for me to say, okay, let's say this. Is Oro Blanco a limited edition? They're running out of it. No, they're not. Though. No, they call it a limited edition. It's a limited release. They made it one time and never again. So yeah, they never made it again. They never, they never have the same crops again for it. That's what you're saying. No, that they, crop was I, it. They made it one time and it just sold. That it takes that long to sell it. Then shit, I need to buy more. 
<laughs> right? So would it be okay to take 30 years to sell a limited edition? Would that be okay with you? That's a whole different ball field, boy. Oh, man. I'm asking you, right? If I say the limited edition, but I produce enough to last 30 years, would that still be limited edition? Well, that'd be, that'd be good for you, that the one the thing that you want, because you want to have a chance to get it, right? So in right. that 30-year spectrum... I, I let us say that. Let's say they're only selling one shop. That's why it can last thirty years. Shit, that's awesome. That's awesome for the people like you that oh, want that still, to edition. So is that still yeah? Because limited? once it's gone, it's gone, right? It's gonna be hundred percent gone. But then that's the thing. For them to produce thirty, that means they had to continue to produce it every year until it's gone. Yeah, but that's different from. So that's it though. That's limited edition, right? That's it. There's not gonna make no more after they make it, right? Yeah, after but there's these company years, out here that putting limited edition on shit, but it's the same fucking thing that just changed a year on it. Right. It, it so makes I'm no saying sense. that, like, would it be okay for me to make 100 million cigars and release it in one batch? One batch, okay? One batch, <laughs> guess, 100 million cigars. Do they have 100 million or a Blanco? I mean, no, I it, guess it is limited no, me, to that amount. Yeah, I'm saying the theory. Like, we're damn, you okay? know, like 100 million? <laughs> In theory, would it be okay? That's regular production shit. <laughs> would, it, would it be okay for me to produce 100 million cigars to release only 500 every year, but call it the same thing, limited edition? For, you don't change the year on it. No, just, just say limited edition. Every year, 500 you, cigars. You let people know you only have 100 million of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that be okay if I just released every year? No, that's, bull that's bullshit. You should release it all at once and people start. No, I'm going to release every year because there's too much. I, nobody, nobody have that kind of storage. Well, you don't have that kind of storage. Exactly. So I, <laughs> I got to release it, release it for 30 years and call that limited edition. Can I do that? It no. would be limited edition per year. It's like, <laughs> like limited edition, normal production. But here's, I already meet your criteria, right? A certain amount produced in the same year and does not make any more after the release. So how, ma how many Oro Blanco was made? Uh, I think it was like 70,000 boxes, 70,000 boxes, something. Some, if it's some like 70,000 boxes, that's normal. That's good, right? That's 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 collectible right there. Right? Once it's gone, it's gone. It's not going to make no more. Harvested, there's all the tobaccos harvested in 2000, 2001, have m m aged more than 12 years, rolled by the most skilled people with over 15-year experience. How much did they make total? Let me see. Yeah, like how much did they make total of it? Because... It, now that Oro Blanco, it give, it, they produce it enough enough of it that's running out right now, and they're giving other people a chance to collect it as well, like people like you, like you want a chance to collect your or whatever, and like you know, like me, me as well, right? I didn't have a chance to collect it when I didn't have no money. Now that I do, that I could collect a few of it, that gave me a chance to do something. But they didn't change. The limited edition of every year, right? It's a weird part. They actually list it as regular production, but I remember reading it. They said they only make so much, and that's it. Okay, so what the fuck happened? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna find that information. How many was made? So it's not a limited edition. Well, it's limited because they stopped. Yeah, because there's no limited edition on the box. But the cigar had to be aged 12 years uh, minimum. So from that time to now, there's no way to age that long. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. Now, now, yeah, on the box, there's no limited edition. You don't always have to put limited edition for a limited cigar, right? Do we agree on that? Yeah. Um, no, I would like to know. <laughs> I would love to know.
It doesn't even have to be limited edition for them to slap a limited edition sticker on the front from the box or from yeah. So that, those cigars are both BS. Those cigars, like you just slap limited edition on cigars, that's BS. Okay, don't do that. That just that just messing with the consumers, making them think it's limited edition shit. You know, what I mean, like us us as consumer, we like ooh limited edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm scared. Like yo, I'm gonna buy it, but. Bro, if if you don't slap a limited edition some cigar, I won't I won't even fucking touch it. But thing is, like when I touch it, and then they fucking re-release again and again and again, just BS. <laughs> okay, well they still consider limited edition if they had a core line and decided to that the next batch is gonna be the last batch and call that limited edition. If they have a core line of a hundred million cigars, I mean, manufacturers do that all the time. Like even car manufacturers. They release cars that's going to be like the last year, and they call it a different model, even though it's the same car. It's like no, they, the they FE, did some stuff to the, the final car. edition. Yeah, but they did some stuff. Okay, the the evil FE didn't do shit. It's a final edition. It's it the same car to that one. <laughs> they take okay. out the Recaro seat on that one, and that's it. Here's the thing. To w- the reason why that's a limited edition is because they specifically told you the tobacco is harvest between 2000 and 2001. So there's okay. only so many tobacco. Once it's not 2001, it's not belong to this category anymore. Mm. Wait, what? Once is what? Because that's the description of the cigar is that the, the tobacco is harvest between 2000 uh-huh. and 2001. Okay. So anything after that, it's not, it's not, it does not belong to that category anymore. Does not belong to that category. Anymore. That's why it's limited. Because there's only so many tobacco in 2000 and 2001. Mm-hmm. Once it's gone, it's gone. They okay. can't use 2002, right? It, it doesn't fit that category right. if it says 2002 and 2003. Does that make sense? So they took the tobacco from 2000 and 2001, right? And then aged it for 12 years. And then and then they packaged it and start selling from that point until they're gone. Until they're gone. Which is recently. So it's... That give people so much time to buy it. But there's so, so much, much No, it's not. They didn't give you so much time to buy it because it's still a limited amount. How much tobacco can you harvest for one specific cigar? Yeah, but I'm just saying you can, find, you can buy Oro Blanco anywhere. You go online, yeah. just type it in, you boom, can. you can buy that's it. Because, that's, a, that's because all you need is two boxes in the, in the shop and nobody will buy it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's so fucking true. <laughs> You're right you, on that you one. You can you can put two hundred Alberts there, and he's not gonna bat an eye. He's, <laughs> I'd rather spend that money on these cigars, or a box, or like ten bucks of that cigar, rather than one of those. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, you get you got it there, right, Albert? Yeah, that's very correct. And the, the other th- the other thing about that is that they sold the cigars. When I say they, Dav- Davidoff sold the cigars already, so they're not sitting on the stock anymore. It's the shops that are sitting on the stock. So those are those are in effect purchased. Unless it's a Davidoff shop, your own shop has the most, right? So I think majority of the shop that retails it sells it as a single coffin. But yes. Davidoff themselves has the co- uh, has the box of pens. Oh, oh, just oh, what the fuck? But that, that box is sexy. It's big. I could, yeah, I know. I looked at it for, for the true collectors. For Holy. the true collectors. Oh, for the true. Yeah. <laughs> so my single coffee is not collecting. Huh? You're you saying, bro. If you smoke it, you're not collecting anymore. I didn't smoke it. I have one that's unsealed, that's still sealed. <laughs> Am I collecting on that? You can plan to smoke it. Uh, no, you can the planning yeah, is different from one. smoking. 
Yeah, you can collect one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You can collect right. one. <laughs> as long as you never touch it. Yeah. I, I feel on the box about that. I just molest the box. <laughs> I appreciating that box. I'm adding patina. <laughs> yes, Albert. But I would imagine that even uh, even with the Davidoff shop, I would just, you know, just thinking about how companies work, or at least some, you know, the ones I've been involved with, that once that stock transfers from the factory to the shop, that's probably considered a purchase at that point. That's a that's a tough one because I think this under, because in their own shop they still consider expense. So even though it's sold, at the same time it's not because they bought it themselves at a different price range, right? So their factory sold it to their stores, but the store is still their expense. Agreed, but I'm sure isn't that like your own inventory though? Right, it's your own inventory, but you got to separate your factory versus your retailer store. That's where I'm going with. That's what I'm saying. So even you know, like when you think about how businesses will split up cost centers and and things like that, for to where like if you're if you're needing facilities to do something, you know, even though facilities works for the same company that they're servicing um, other departments with, they still transfer funds to help help deal with their budgets and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I'm just saying it's, um, if it's sitting in their store, I'm willing to bet that's considered a purchase and it's no longer stock that's available for other shops outside of Davidoff is my point. And it's true. But then at the same time, you got to understand that I, not even their shops has all the inventory, right? A lot of them were just stored in their warehouse. So whatever, once they sold some, they will buy more, right? They don't have right. everything in every shop because it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't be an ideal place to put them. They keep one or two boxes for you know, the 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 showiness to it, right? It's like, hey, you want to see this? This is our best thing, you know. If put it on display, it just look good. But not big old number, big old number on it, like right. Yeah. Like, oh, you want? You know, it's like somebody comes in, and say, like, give me the most expensive thing you have. Yep. And then, you know, they walk over to one aisle. Here's our Opus, and here's our Oro Blanco. Yep. Right. <laughs> so you know, they need something, but they wouldn't keep that many because. I only see one shop that ever got in that many is because this guy ordered that many. Oh, he ordered it? Uh, he, he won an entire case of it. Like, wow. like a box. Oh, wow. Right? So he have so many of that. Like that bill was ridiculous that, you know, most credit card won't even let, let it go through. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's rare for any shop to keep that many because most shop I go to has one box of 10 and five or six um, single coffins, most shops that I go to, right? So, I mean, I figured that's, you know, that's called, I still consider that as a limited edition because there is a finite amount. I think when there's a finite amount, it makes it a limited edition. Because that's, that's okay. Pump. If they have like a finite amount and that would be it when it's gone, that's a true limited edition. Yeah, but I feel like you can build on that limited edition, right? So, like, you know, for example, we talk about the Lombambas. Every year they come out with a different Vitola. That's not limited edition. No. Technically, it's different. Package is different. The name is different. It's not limited edition. Name is different. Name is different. No, it's limited. They only released for that year. That Vitola, that size, that box, and that name. But is it really limited edition? Different blend. Different blend. Different blend. Is it really limited edition, though? Yeah, because once it's out, it's out. Yeah. I still can find a lot of Lombamba You got to have a structured definition of what you think limited edition is, right? So, one name limited quantity release at a certain time once it's gone it's gone that three quantity quality is in that year annual release because 
is a specific blend, specific size, and only released for that year and a different name. No, the year is just come on, man. It's, it's different name. You know? The next release is different name, right? Then it should be a different cigar. It's a different cigar. Then it's not La limited. Bamba one, La Bamba two, La Bamba three, La Bamba four. Uh, all right, man. <laughs> La Bamba. Okay. Because that's that's very. Is there so, any way for you to prove that? Okay, so would it be any different for Opus to call their limited cigar uh, Opus one, Opus two, Opus three, Opus four? No, because the Opus, even the Forbidden Thirteen, the Opus Purple Rain as well. And the Opus Eye of the Shark, the Opus Undefeated have the same blend. Right, exactly. But they are limited editions. They're not. They are limited release for the year. They don't have limited edition on it. Yeah, limited release the year is not limited edition? No. That's regular production, but different quantity for a year. Enough quantity for a year. Because every year they're going to come up with it. It's not limited edition. I'm going to find that band that says Limitada on it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> on what? On the Opus? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, about to say good luck. Yeah, but I'm gonna hold it back just in case I'm wrong. (laughs) 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 But tell me, I'm pretty sure I don't see a limitada on any opus. But I'm I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, so literally, I think they listed under the limited edition. No, dude, does it say limited edition on the cigar? I'm looking for it. Hold on. I think it's on the box. I think it's on the box. Hold on. It is so limited. Uh, five. Yeah. I, I, I'm curious. I don't want to be wrong, though. So I'm curious. I would think that you're an expert on this. You should know. I, I am, but I'm, I'm so pretty sure they don't have it. But, you know, the shit, I, I could be wrong. I could, I'm wrong on many things. So I'm just saying. Okay. I, at least you're willing to say that you you may be wrong. So I don't know. What would be one limited edition that you are, you'll be okay without being in limited edition so that you can buy more? Me? Any everyone? Egg roll. Egg roll. I would Egg say roll. that. I would say Murciago Oro. Really? Yeah, that's a good. I don't mind that. I I actually would wouldn't mind that if that's. I I got two. That's a really good cigar. I got two cigar. They're freaking Davidoff. The freaking mafia cigar, and my at the fall. I would love to buy it all the time, if I can. And that's gonna take me a few minutes to find out whether or not it's limited. Yeah, I. Oh my god! Please be right, Eric. Fucking don't be. Don't look retarded. Don't sound retarded. <laughs> because if I Google it, every website is selling it and it listed as an limited edition. Yeah, but is it on the on the cigar itself? You know what I'm saying? Everybody could say anything is limited edition. It's on the box, not on the cigar itself. Because these cigars that say limited shit right on the cigar when you pick it up. Yeah, having a band doesn't make it a limited edition, though. Well, it's a limited, it limited edition. It tell me that it's limited edition. <laughs> it's it say on the box, as you know. Is it is it on the box? Uh, let me see. I think some of them does have it. Like the blue one has it on the box. This is like a limited edition. The blue one. Which blue one? Um, and anniversary belief, twentieth anniversary. Twentieth anniversary does it have limited edition on it? Yeah, and the description, that story inside, it actually said limited edition. Yeah, but it's on the box. It's in the in inside that box thing. So because uh, the, the story is, is not, it doesn't say limited edition on the box. 
Well, the story is probably not limited edition, is it? Oh, just celebrate the year. Like you learn, like if I look it up, Fuente Fuente Opus X Six Limited Edition. It says limited edition on it. On it, you know, I need to go find an actual box to to look closer to see if it's on it. Southern, I think Southern has like that sticker. Southern has the on the box and the story part. I just don't know exactly where it is because all these well, an opus, an opus, an opus box would not have a sticker on it. <laughs> you, you sure the seal label is not on there? The se- oh, okay. No, I mean it, it wouldn't say limited with a sticker. <laughs> you sure? You telling me an opus box would use a limited edition I, I don't sticker? Know. I'm not explaining. I'm not. Uh, opus no, they. Sticker. They, they they laminate it in. Right. It oh, wouldn't okay. be a fucking sticker. I just, like I, I just saw it. I just saw it. I just saw it. It does say limited edition on it. Which one? Forbidden X, double Corona, rare black. Is it new for this year? No, that's 20, 2021. 2021. So it's twenty twenty one. It's on the box. Can you can you find it now? You can find it now, right? But it is right it now. is it really a limited though? It says limited edition twenty twenty one on it. So I, if I can't find it in 2023, that's limited, right? I'm I'm pretty sure you still can't find the Forbidden X. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if it doesn't, if I can't find another box that say limited Forbidden whatever 2023, that means they only released it for that 2021, and that's the true limited. I think, I think they might have 2022s, 2014. They have the same cigar, man. So there there is few same cigars in terms of limited edition. And they also have this whole limited edition box that has one of each cigars. Yeah, I know that for sure. That- and on there, it says limited edition 2017, limited edition 2017. <laughs> all, all those boxes. Yeah, they have like a hundred uh, Opus X in that bitch. Of all it's different years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they and do that say fucking, That fucking thing costs ton of money. Okay. Fuente Fuente uh, Opus X. Taurus of the Ball, limited edition 2019. On the box. Hmm. You can find 2018, 2020. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the 2020 yet. Well, yeah, but we, we we already tested this out, right? There is a multiple year of that cigar. Yeah, I already told you because I, was, I didn't, wasn't sure. It, it said uh, on it, the I, box? It says on the box. Okay, cool. See, I'm wrong. It says on the box, literally in the front where the lid is. But they I say on the cigar, though. They don't have to say on the cigar because they they, they already tell you so, what year okay. it is. Yeah, so the one that's limited edition, because there's cigar that don't have limited edition on the box, but they have a limited edition ban. Does that make a limited edition? They can make it whatever they want. I don't know. Um, the the ban itself, just every year you can change that. It doesn't change anything. Right. And I think I just found a box with a sealed tape on it that actually is a limited edition on it. In your house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody everybody can photoshop bro I can photoshop that in too <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure there's a way to find that <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it's, that's the thing like you know it kills it it kills yeah, it, it does it, it kills it so bad you know once but, you, but that by your definition you should never buy Opus X again because it's not really limited edition oh hell no I'm still buying them <laughs> but it sucked right it, it sucked really bad you know what I mean like for for people like me, it just sucks because it is what it is. And I think this topic is slightly tough for Albert because Albert, <laughs> uh, number one for for limited edition stuff, they increase the price significantly. Yep, I think I think that's the number one problem. And number two is that the where you can buy them is limited. True, right? 
And number three is that quantity is limited. Yeah. So it, 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 I think the problem is that it takes away from the hands of the average consumer, which makes it really annoying. And this is why I don't like limited editions. I buy them, yeah, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> we are our, uh, for fucking limited. But at shit. the same time, I wish all these good stuff they want to make a limited should be their regular stuff because those stuff tend to be better than core stuff. So why wouldn't you want to oh, yeah. keep? True, it's so much better. Yeah, that's true. So much better. Yeah, but sometimes they sit on the product as well, and and it goes into discount. I've seen that happen as well. Right, but at the same time, it, why wouldn't you want to keep your best stuff as your normal? Your stuff? main, right? Because right. there will be shops that that buy the limited edition for various reasons, and their customers don't don't buy it. The lo- the locals come in and they they don't they just they they look past it, and next thing you know they're offering them for a cheaper price. And I've, I've seen that happen. Yeah, that would that would take away the price gouging too. But wouldn't it be better if you keep the best stuff for your core and your your. I don't know. Maybe stuff for for limited edition. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> not if you're raising the price on it and you're making it. Uh, not if you're touting it as a, as as a better or or more exclusive blend. And I think that'd be a bad bad idea. I don't think anybody ever advertised their their limited edition stuff to be better than anything else. They just make it limited. Yeah, they just make it limited. Mm, I think it's implied that it's uh it's. it's it's unique and, and um, yeah, I, I think it's implied that it's it's just it's better. Yeah, but some limited stuff suck, bro. I bet. Yeah, I mean it's it's different. And if it's a different blend, then yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hit your palate differently than than uh, it would for others. Yeah, and, and that could be why sometimes those limited editions do not actually sell. Yeah, so right. that's true too. There's that. For for that particular shop, right, and and then the shop owner is not is not playing in the uh, market uh, for selling online or or, or trading mm-hmm. with other shop owners and things like that. So you can walk into a shop, come across a limited edition cigar, and and now you're kind of in in, in the good stuff. So you know, I think it goes different ways, for sure. Okay, so to wrap up this topic, let's go with this. Name one cigar that is limited edition that you will want to get your hands on. Like literally that you will spend the money for. Uh, and regardless what, what whatever the price is, but you're willing to spend the money to get your hands on one. Oh, so man. I was thinking, let's start with Martin then. I, oh, man. I have one. I have one. Oh, yeah, one? Okay, Albert, go ahead. Yeah, there was a Room 101 Uncle Lee that I smoked. It was pretty good. And I went back to get another one later, and it it was gone. It was gone, and trying to find that it's it's hard to find. It's kind of a different Bartolo, unique Bartolo. It was in like a a black wrapper, um, a, a, a black piece of paper that was kind of um, it's unique. It was a very unique packaging, but yeah, it's an Uncle Lee by Room One Hundred One. I wouldn't mind smoking another one of those. I thought it was pretty tasty, and I held off a long time in buying it because it was like eleven bucks when I was normally buying around seven eight dollars cigars. Or six, six to seven, eight dollar cigars. This was like eleven, twelve dollars, and I was just kind of held off on it because it looked a little weird and all that. But uh, I think that'd be a fun one to get back to. Cool. All right, uh, Martin. What would be one that you were you're willing to pay to get your hands on? There was one that um, 
I can't remember who gave it to me. It was probably Albert that he had gotten from James. It was the Monte Cristo Open Master. It was a Cuban cigar. Okay. That's still, I think I still saw it like three years ago. That's really. a good cigar. Yeah. It's 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 not unique. Uh, it is a, it's a regular production one, by the way. Really? Yeah, it's I, I think I still hard for it. us to get. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, for um, us anyway. Okay. So, Eric, what would be one cigar that you're willing to pay the price for? It? And for you, I guess sky's the limit. Go for it. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I hate you guys. Oh man, Daniel Marshall twenty four karat gold. Really? I I would like to have it to collect it. Yeah. Well, that one you can easily get another one for. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just saying. This next one to get the one that without the gold in it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to be serious and all, I don't know. I don't, don't have know. that. Yeah, there's I, not I, one cigar that you want to get your hands on right now. Right now, because I already, I already told you, there's one cigar that I want to get my hand on. I'm getting it soon. Yeah, but that's still you, what you you were paid to get your uh, hands on. Doesn't mean you can't get it. What you can get it. What you already bought it. It's like I one would, cigar. I would, you... One cigar I would buy the um, just any limited Kohio Bihaki. Really? Yeah. Your your bar is that low. But you but you haven't smoked one yet. So how do you know? I know. That's the thing. That's the fucking problem. That's the damn problem with me, bro. Because I haven't had it. Ah oh, damn! I should have sent mine to you, and then you can you can decide then. That's the you know yeah, like it just it just my urge to get something that I haven't had. And that's the problem, right? Once you have it, the magic's gone. Just leave it there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But, exactly, right? I I know how you know how I feel, Tony. Like when I had it, it's great. It's okay. The magic, you know, the holy grail of my cigar existence is to get my hand on that shit, right? So okay. once I get that shit in my hand. The magic gonna be over. Ah, uh, it really depends on the person. For me, right? I have three more of this cigar, which is Davidov Macau edition, and I will spend good amount of money to find it re-released again for any reason. What is it? Like the Davidov Macau edition. Macau. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I've never cigar, heard of it. That cigar, I will spend the money if they re-released it. I will spend the money to buy yeah. as much as I can get. Oh shit. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna take a picture of that and put us as the cover of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. But, so but yeah, I think I would miss my ethical if it's because right now I still could get it, you know. So it's okay. Yeah, you can still get it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at ethical right in front of me right now. The green box. Just keep yeah. buying them. Just keep yeah. buying them. Trust yeah. me, I will. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> cigar industry can really make a person go broke. Uh, oh, if you yeah. think about it, how much money that they are trying to get per one cigar, and sometimes it does not make sense at all. It does. So. It most of the time it don't make sense, man. Most of the time it doesn't yeah. make sense. Oh no, no. I think a lot of time it makes sense. I mean, there are some limited edition cigar in the twenty dollar range and and fifteen dollar range. So totally. Oh, no, I mean like anything above like freaking fifty, sixty, eighty, ninety, hundred dollars. Like, bro, uh, it's, it's price range is a different topic. Anyways, so that's it for the show today, and I'm pretty sure that well, another day we'll we'll, we'll talk about. A limited edition cigar pricings. All right, oh. so that you know, Eric gets a time to to complain about the pricing and indulge indulge in that pricing thing. You mean all of us gonna complain about it? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. So thank you for listening to the the episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you like it, make sure to listen to other episodes and share our episode to other friends, people to listen to, because we love to chat. 
So uh, for, without anything else, we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you, guys. See you. You've been listening to the In the Shadows podcast. There's nothing like a fine cigar, and that's our passion. And on the show, we'll talk about everything and anything cigars. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of guys together smoking cigars. The conversations go on and on. And that is what this show is all about. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Remember, everything you need is on YouTube at Soy Sauce Assassin. The live show is every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And get cigar reviews. Wishing you long ashes. We'll see you next time on In the Shadows Podcast.